Hello. Will you watch this video? Is it going to be worth the investment of your time, the energy you would have to invest into creating some time to watch this video? Is it going to be interesting or not? Is it going to bring you value or is it not going to bring you value? How will you find out? I guess the only way to know is to watch it. 64,000 is the median number of words per book. Average person reads about 200 words per minute. Simple math will tell us that is one book in 320 minutes. To accomplish this in seven days, numbers say you would have to read for 45 minutes a day. Don't forget to subscribe. Hit that notification button, like, comment, and share. Enjoy. Welcome to the Book of the Week series. Every week, as I read another amazing title, I share it with the world. My name is Igor S.F. Walker. Today, we look at an imaginary title of a book by an imaginary author of the imaginary book by the imaginary titles that the book author has. So how about you slow down and relax? Reduce all that noise for just a bit. Make that choice and decide to listen. In this video, we're gonna look at this and look at that. We're gonna take an inventory, a list of the things that we should look at and we shouldn't look at. We're gonna look at ideas. We're gonna look at terms. We're gonna look at terms that can bring you value, we're going to look at things that you will decide that are not valuable at all. So stick around till the end. I will share with you some tools that I do have and use that will help you tremendously in this game of life. Discover a way to find out what actually motivates you, what innate human need is driving all of your decisions and your behavior. How will you do this? Well, take the free test on my website, Six Human Needs. It will tell you this. I will also share some tools to improve your self-awareness. This is where it all starts. Social awareness. This is what it grows into. Self-management. you got to manage yourself first and foremost. Now this will flow into relationship management. You can do all of this by checking out my program, Master of Life Awareness. So here we go. Values. What are your values? Can you list them right off the bat? Have they always been the same? Were there times in your life when your values have changed? When you're winning, are the values the same as when you are losing? What about the motivational factors that do motivate you? And when I say motivational factors, I don't really mean the external ones. And by now, you should be aware of the fact that externally, meaning from the outside, there are only two directions one can go into. There are only two ways that you can be motivated in. Now these are known as carrot or a stick. Or translated, these actually mean something that is a reward to you or something that is a punishment. Are you motivated more by trying to avoid a punishment? Or are you motivated more 
by trying to obtain some sort of a reward. Now also these rewards, are they always the same to you in different stages of your life? Could the same reward motivate you? For example, when you were a teenager, is it a same reward? Maybe as you are young adult, or maybe as someone just barely starting their career, someone starting their business, someone in their 40s or in their 50s, someone in their 60s or 70s, is it going to be the same reward? Now, the point that I'm trying to make here is that the reward, which is external, by your own life experience, you should be able, through self-awareness and observation, make this simple observation, make a note of the fact that these rewards actually change. Now, when we talk about the punishment, or the stick, as they say, trying to avoid some of these punishments throughout your life, they should stay pretty much very similar, if not the same. I'm sure you would like to avoid some sort of a bodily harm. I'm sure every single one of you watching this, you would try to avoid some sort of a financial punishment. Imagine if you had to pay a fee for something that you did. You would, I would assume, try to avoid it. I don't know, you tell me. Write it in the comments. Would you avoid a financial punishment in order not to do something, or would you actually do it regardless of the financial punishment or the stick? Now, what about these rewards and avoiding these punishments? Now, as we said, these are all external. I want to ask you, what about internal motivating factors? And when I say this, I am referring to the fact that you are, sooner or later, if you try to analyze this or observe it. And when I say observe it, observe it to learn, to understand, not observe, to judge it, to give it value, which is good or bad, plus or minus. What does motivate you internally? The way you want to feel. Because there is this way of you trying to think about things and then analyze the procedures and create an architecture of the steps that are necessary for you to take them in order to accomplish this goal, hoping that you do have a solid system that will help you get to this goal easier. Now, some of this is obviously going to be very simple yet not easy. Simple things are not always easy, and simple does not equate to easy. Sometimes the simplest thing to do is the most difficult one to do. So what does motivate you internally? What is your why? Why would you do anything? And I know, I totally understand that when you ask people as to, should we do this? More often than not, they will tell you, well, why not? Which always blows my mind, because the question that I posed is not, why not do you want to do this? I asked, why would you want to? Why do you want to? Why will you do this? Not, why not? 
I can tell you instantly why not. I can tell you many ways, many answers as to why not. But what I'm interested in is why yes. Why will you say yes to doing this? I believe it is very simple. And for me, it is very easy to see the distinction as to why yes to doing this versus why not. Oh, let's do it. Why not? So feel it. Repeat it to yourself. Ask yourself, why not? Versus why yes to this specific thing. And what will then motivate you to do it? So values, motivating factors, external ones, which are, by the way, completely outside of your control, and internal ones, the ones that only you have the answer to. Now, what makes you happy? When is the last time you had asked yourself what makes you happy? How about your friends, your family, your closed ones? people that you have met, people at work, people that you do interact with on a daily basis. When is the last time that you heard somebody ask you, hey, what makes you happy? What about when did you ask yourself what makes you happy? How many times have you actually done things that do not make you happy, yet you still did them anyway? And since we are taking this path, how about you honestly answer to yourself? Do you more often do things that actually do not make you happy, yet for some reason the voice in your head explains to you, hey, this is why you should do it. You will be good this way. You will be loved if you do it. And yet you still do the thing that does not make you happy. You feel it in your body, you feel it in your bones. I shouldn't do this. Why am I doing this? And yet you still do it. Now, listen, it is a perfectly natural thing to do it. Let's make a distinction here. Normal versus natural. What is natural to you might not be normal to me. What is normal to me might completely be unnatural to you. How do you find what is natural to you, and then what is also normal, and who is the one that actually determines this definition of what normal is. Also, I want to ask you, why does something need to be normalized if it is normal to begin with? I don't know. I'm just asking the question. Write it in the comments. What do you think? Why? Should something that needs to be normalized be normalized if it's normal to begin with? Now, is it natural? And also, if something is natural to me and it is not natural to you, what does that tell us? Values, motivating factors, what makes you happy? Now, how do you create time and space for you? I often hear people say, oh, I don't have the time. I can't. I'm too busy. I don't have the time. Where will I get the time to do it? Now I ask you, where do you usually get the time to do it? Where do you go to? Is there a store somewhere that says, say, hey, selling time here. Come here, buy some time for you. 
Who is this person that gives you the time for you to do something? Who is this? I don't know. I'm just asking questions. You write it in the comments. Write it in the comments section. This is where I buy time for me. This is how I get time for me. I would think, and this is just my personal opinion, my view of the world is that I am the only one that can invest energy, if I have it, in order to create both time and space for me to do something. So I am asking you, how do you create time and space for you to do things that actually make you happy? And then also, what motivates you to do it and what values will this action support? Simple, very simple, not easy. Also, I'm asking you, when is the last time you actually thought of this and thought about this before you take this next step, before you take any action, assuming you're not just simply reacting, you are willing to respond. You're willing to create a response to the situation that you find yourself in. Are you thinking about all these things? Is it natural to you? Is it like second nature? And what does second nature mean to begin with? If there's only but one nature? I don't know. I'm just asking these questions. I would like to interact with you, so I'm asking them so you can write them in the comments. Start a conversation with me. Start a conversation with someone else. Let's, let's talk about these things. These are things that are part of our lives, and yet we do not talk about them. Now, I also would like to ask you, how do you, how do you satisfy your needs? Now, we all have needs. We have the basic needs of survival, of having a roof over our head, of having been fed, of having security, of having some sort of knowing that these things will happen. How do you satisfy these needs? What, is, what about satisfying the need that you do have, just as much as I do, the need for significance, to be recognized? How do you do this? How do you satisfy the need to be significant? Can you recognize others and how they are satisfying this need in order to be significant? Why do we do this to begin with? Now, what about love? Love. We all have an innate need for love. A lot of us talk about this conditional and unconditional love. What does that even mean, conditional and unconditional? I don't even understand when people, people ask this question. The answer is in the question itself. The conditional love means that there are conditions behind it. If the conditions are met, then there is love. If the conditions are not met, then there is no love. So, conditional. It's like a faucet. If you turn it on, then it flows. If you turn it off, then it doesn't flow. The only way the water will flow from the faucet is if the condition of the faucet being opened is there. Meaning, the condition of the faucet being open is on. The water will flow. If the condition of the faucet is where the faucet is closed, it's not on, then the water will not flow. The condition is, it is either open or it's not. So condition, conditional. What about unconditional love? 
What does that mean to you? I don't know. I'm just asking you. I would like to start a conversation. So I am asking you, what does unconditional mean to you? And what does unconditional love mean to you? Now, this is a book review, book preview. So it only is natural to me that we are talking about some sort of growth, some sort of knowledge obtaining, some sort of getting to the knowledge with the idea of then applying this knowledge and then feeling it so that then this knowledge becomes through this process wisdom, meaning applied knowledge is now wisdom because you did it you tried it you know how to talk about it and explain your own experience and how you felt and what you saw during this application of knowledge so this is now wisdom so we go back to this idea that i would like to share here now and you tell me in the comments do you support it or not what do you think i do not think that knowledge is power not at all knowledge is basically nothing more than information. You have Google, you have Siri, you have ChatGPT. You actually can get to knowledge anywhere, anytime, without any effort, or I should say minimal effort needed. Now, when you do get this knowledge, now what? Unless you apply it, it means absolutely nothing. So when you apply it, you actually take action steps. You actually perform an experiment to see what will happen to you as you apply this knowledge. This is where the wisdom comes in. And now wisdom or applied knowledge, this is power. This is what power is, not knowledge. Knowledge is just information. Applied knowledge, which means wisdom, because it was felt. Now this is where the power lies. How many people think about this or they just repeat these amazing quotes for Instagram or Facebook? Hey, knowledge is power. Oh yeah? I ask you, can you please describe to me what kind of a power is knowledge and how? What kind of a power did you experience by gaining some knowledge? I don't know. I'm just asking you. So write it in the comments. This is how we are communicating. I'm talking here in this video. And I am hoping, I'm actually asking, actually I'm directing, please do communicate with me, with each other in the comments. What is power to you and how is knowledge power or do you basically agree with me? Only applied knowledge, which becomes wisdom because it is felt, is truly power. So values, motivating factors, what makes you happy? How do you create time and space investing your own energy for yourself? Knowledge versus wisdom. We could even say as one of the amazing titles of amazing books from amazing authors suggests that power is a completely different thing from the force. And the title of the book is Force versus Power. And if you haven't read it, I will guide you to first Watch the video on my channel about the book and then buy the book, read it. Never stop learning, as I often say and I say in every single video, ending of my videos. What else can I tell you here about this imaginary book?
with the imaginary title of the book by the imaginary author of this imaginary book by with these imaginary titles that this imaginary author has obtained. Joy versus happiness. You tell me, where does joy come from? Where have you found joy in life? And tell me about happiness. Obviously, how will you tell me this? By telling me in the comments. As I said earlier, write it in the comments. Happiness, is it really dependent on the external events and you satisfying your needs and obtaining something that you wanted or wished for? And if you obtained it, then you're happy. If you do not obtain it, then you're not. How is this happiness obtained? And what do you think about the following statement? Should I go for the happiness and constantly be in the pursuit of happiness? Or can I switch and go into this arena of pursuit of happiness versus happiness of pursuit? You tell me. Write it in the comments. Happiness of pursuit or pursuit of happiness. And now how does all of this differ from joy? What are the sources of joy? How powerful are they? Where have you found sources of joy? And are they external? What are they dependent on? I don't know. I'm just asking these questions. You tell me. And there you have it. An imaginary book with an imaginary book title from an imaginary author of this imaginary book with the imaginary title with some of his own, her own imaginary titles that they have obtained. Please do help out. It is easy. Simply like this video so more people can enjoy it like it that helps me that helps the algorithm that helps this channel that helps everyone to watch it by more people liking it more people can see it and i'm sure somebody out there needs to see exactly this this info this message is for somebody out there so please help them hear this message share it share it share it share it share it to spread the word leave a comment and share your thoughts there's a bunch of questions in this video answer all of them answer some of them answer none of them if you really do not feel like answering them but i am asking start a conversation start a conversation with me start a conversation with each other this helps this simply does help subscribe to my channel obviously stay up to date click the link click the bell I don't have to tell you how you stay up to date by subscribing to a YouTube channel. And the link to this book is imaginary. And it is in the real description below, but it is imaginary. So try and find it. Try and buy it. Try and read it. No matter what you do, never stop learning, especially learning about yourself and nature. So gift yourself by taking the free human needs test on my website and then find out what actually motivates you, what innate human need 
is driving all of your decisions and your behavior. And if you feel you are ready to improve your self-awareness, this is where it all starts, self-awareness. And then it will flow over into social awareness. This is what everybody needs. Self-management, if you cannot manage your own self, this will flow into relationship management. If you are ready to improve all of this even further, then do check out my Master of Life Awareness program. The links, they are in the description below. I do thank you. Love and respect.